Good morning. Good and morning. welcome to all of you here to our sacred community. I am grateful for this sacred time together that we can share. I am grateful for this beloved community and for our practitioners and for all who serve in this community. I'm also grateful for the technology that allows us to all be together. This is pretty cool. Join me now in prayer. And as together we settle into the stillness of that divine presence in this space and within each one of us. Breathe it in and feel it in the beating of your heart. Enjoy each breath allowing any tension to melt in to this divine presence. Lay it down. As we sink deeper into the stillness, we feel a calm serenity wash over each and every one of us. I recognize and honor the one creative unifying principle of the universe. The creator of all things, both seen and unseen in this world. This peaceful, powerful, all-knowingness presence is the essence of all creation, and it animates all life. This presence lives in each one of us, as us, and for us, eternally, as our personal, ever-present knowingness, which sustains and nourishes us abundantly in each and every moment in the affairs of our life. I allow the presence to flow through me and through you to open the minds, to soften the hearts, to listen deeply, and to see, receive the wisdom of our own hearts and that of Lucinda as she shares her wisdom about the pilgrimage into our hearts where this deep love resides, this unconditional love our at our ground of being. I give thanks knowing each one of us today will receive the right words and the right inspiration that we need to hear to move forward with grace and ease in our pilgrimage of the heart. We practice and we are practicing the possible through our prayers. So with gratitude I place these words, knowing they have power, into the creative process with faith and confidence, knowing it is already done. And so it is. So Amen. Amen. Oh, well, there we go. Y'all should already know these songs. I'm not sure if you're in the habit of singing along or listening along, but whichever you feel like doing is fine with me.
Thank you, Dalton. Beautiful singing as always, and thank you, Chris. As we move into our meditative journey, please close your eyes if you're comfortable doing so. Take a deep breath and release it. Now, take another deep breath, and as you do, See yourself breathing in peace, breathing in peace. Let go, breathing out joy. Feel yourself relaxing. Let go of everything that has come before this one precious moment and everything that will come after. Just relax into the now. As you continue to breathe slowly in and out, see yourself filling with light. A joyful, bright light. Think about this magnificent planet that we live on and the wonderful and limitless array of beings who also inhabit this one home that we've been given.
as the light fills you, allow it to flow out from you. Allow your perspective to pull back just a little bit and notice the light that shines from every being around you. Plants, animals, rocks, water. Each has its own special light. Take a moment to feel the connection between all beings and notice that each one glows with the same light. We are all connected. Each one of us has our own role to play within the whole. Take a moment to feel the magnitude of this and the simplicity. And you are a part of it. Feeling our connection, we acknowledge our responsibility of being in sacred service to each other and to Mother Earth. And good morning. I'm not nervous at all. I am Lucinda Alton, prayer practitioner and minister in training here at Mystic Heart. We are an interfaith community that teaches universal principles and practical spirituality. I want to welcome you home to, your, to our community and home to the guidance and wisdom of your Mystic Heart. This month, our topic is pilgrimage, and today we're going to talk about pilgrimage to a special destination, a pilgrimage to your heart. So how do we start? Well, we could figure out exactly what it is that we want from the heart. Humans are social beings. When we talk about the heart, most of us would say that we're talking about love. Okay, so we are looking for love. But what is love? When we begin our pilgrimage, most of us know that we're looking for love. What do we mean? Most of the time, when we start from the beginning, we're talking about romantic love. Sherry Strutoff, author, a marriage consultant, says, states, although there isn't one clear destination definition, romantic love is most often thought of as a combination of attraction and idealization that can result in or from a bonded relationship. Romantic love has inspired artists for centuries and been the subject of countless plays, songs, movies, books, and other creative endeavors. And around this time of the year, it's the subject of countless commercials, as you guys all, all know. 
so we know what we're looking for. We have this nebulous idea based on what other people have described for us. Now, where do we find it? When we want to do research these days, because we want to we get some information, most of the time we'll hit the internet. And there, we'll find many choices. In Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, when Alice asked the Cheshire cat for directions, the cat said, that depends a good deal on where you want to get to. So we don't really have a solid destination in mind. So like Alice, Kate the cat says, then if it doesn't matter much which way you go, we don't know. So like Alice, we pick a direction and we start traveling. So we've made our choice now, and we begin our pilgrimage. Over the course of time, we will undoubtedly make several choices, and we will find several dead ends. We have so much to give but we just can't seem to find someone who will value what we have, what we can give, and who will give back equally. So many of us have been injured, we think, by love, by our beliefs about love. They love us so much that they hurt us, control us, are jealous of us. And because we love them, we let them. We allow it. Then, hopefully, we begin to realize that this is not what we were looking for. And we turn in another direction. We, we begin to see that there are many kinds of love. For example, the love of a parent for their children. The love of a child for their parent. The love of two people who have known each other for a long time and accept each other just as the person that they are right now. In 1 Corinthians, Paul wrote, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant. We see that not all love is romantic love, and we see that maybe, just maybe, what we thought was love was something else. Now, we have an idea what we are not looking for. And we begin to see a new direction to take in our pilgrimage. We begin to see, to look at the more spiritual aspects of love. And we begin to heal.
when we form a relationship with each other, healthy or not, we are forming an attachment. So I invite you to close your eyes if they aren't already closed. And find yourself on a path in a beautiful wooded area. Ahead of you is a building. You see a sign that says, the Hall of Mirrors. And below that sign is another sign that says, leave the tendency to judge here. You can pick it back up on the way out if you choose. You enter the building and find yourself in a room of mirrors. Here, you can see yourself from all sides. And you notice that there are several glowing spots on you. A voice whispers that those are places where you are still holding attachments to someone who is no longer a welcome part of your life. Touch each one to release it and let it go. Where do you see glowing spots? Your chest where someone broke your heart? Your back where someone stabbed you in the back? You find that you can touch each glowing spot easily. Reaching here in the hollow is not a problem. Spend some time here releasing those areas. Don't dwell on them. Just let them go.
After a time, you begin to realize that it's time to go now. You leave the building and find yourself back on the path. You pause, finding that there is something that has changed. You feel lighter somehow. You make a note that this is your place and you can return here anytime you need to. Are you going to pick judgment back up or will you let yourself go? Let yourself be free. As you walk back along the path, you feel lighter. And you find that you are also feeling more open. You begin to realize that the love you were looking for really is in your heart where God lives. And it's been there all along. And in the theme of letting go, this song tells a little bit of a story about exactly that. Cause there was a time in my life I thought I'd have to do for myself I didn't know the grace of God was sufficient Didn't know the love of God was at hand now I can say, if you are discouraged, struggling just to make it through another day, you've got to let it go, let it all go, and this is what you You feel moved. I release and I let go. I let the spirit run my life, and my heart is open wide. Yes, I'm only here for God. No more struggle, no more strife. With my faith, I Struggle 
the love we've been searching for has been inside us all along, we have truly begun the pilgrimage to our heart. We understand what Buddha meant when he said, you can search throughout the entire universe for someone who is more deserving of your love and affection than you are yourself. And that person is not to be found anywhere. You, yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserve your love and affection. Think about that for a few minutes here. You, yourself, are the, are the one that deserves your love and affection before anyone else, and that's okay. give ourselves, the more we have to give others. Just think on that for a minute and feel the love within your heart. Knowing that you are loved, feel that. Coming back into this space, keeping your eyes closed, I know that there is one source of everything that I see, touch, feel, and I know that that source is love. God is love. And I am that. I know that that flows through me as me. For each one of us, we are perfect manifestations of God. And therefore, we can be nothing other than love. And I am deeply grateful for that. Deeply grateful for the love that I can give and receive 
deeply grateful for my family here today. For the Mystic Heart and for Reverend Diana and Chris and all the work they do in bringing this to us each week. And so the sense of love that starts in my center and goes outward. I know that I am home and I know that each one of us comes home to our own hearts, to the love that lives there for us and for others. And so I just say thank you, Father, Mother, God. And so it is. Amen. Okay. As we close our Tazen meditation, we offer the opportunity for you to share your financial good. Oh, it's in, in support of the work that we do, if you choose to do so. If you're joining us online, you'll find the donate button and our mailing address at mysticheart.org. And we thank you in advance for your gifts. Please enjoy this video on learning to love yourself from a younger generation's perspective. I do have a, I do have a song though. Okay. I see the beauty I see the power I see the
I stand today in deep, deep gratitude for all of the gifts that each one here brings. The time, the talent. I have you guys looked at the spread in the other room. Being in service and all the little things that get done that we don't think about a lot. The cleaning watering the plants and for your donations that help us move forward in creating a beautiful world, doing our work in the world. And so I just say thank you, Father, Mother, God. And so it is. Amen. We're going to take a break. We'll come back at, we will come back at 10.30 for Conscious Conversations. If you guys want to leave now, great. If you don't, please feel free to join us for Conscious Conversations. In about 15 minutes, we're going to take a break and go get some coffee and do whatever. And we'll be back then. So uh, if you guys want to, we'll have Dalton sing us out. Just don't leave until there's one more song. <laughs> I'm not going to forget this beautiful be singing.
Good morning. And welcome to all of you here for the second half of our service, if you will, to share in conscious conversation where we share and receive the wisdom from one another. It's a wonderful thing. And I am grateful to share this sacred time here all together with each one of you and for the technology that allows us to be all together to do this. So join me now in prayer as together we settle into the stillness of the divine presence in this very space and within each one of us. Breathe it in and feel it beating in your heart. Enjoy each breath, allowing any tension to melt into that presence. Lay it down. And as we seek deeper into the stillness, we feel a calm serenity wash over each and every one of us and in this space. I recognize and I honor the one creative unifying principle of this universe. I honor the creator of all things both seen and unseen in this world. I honor this peaceful, powerful, all-knowing presence in the essence of all creation and that it animates all life. This present lives in each one of us, as us, and for us, eternally present, a presence, a knowingness, which sustains and nourishes us abundantly in every moment in our life, in all of our affairs. I allow this presence to flow, to open the mind, to soften the heart, to listen deeply and receive the wisdom of our hearts from each other to each other. Where this deep love resides, this deep wisdom resides at the very ground of our being. I give thanks knowing each one of us today will receive the right words and the inspiration we need to hear from the expressions of our conscious conversations. And we will move forward with grace and ease on our pilgrimage of the heart with gratitude and thanksgiving. I place these words, and I know that they have power, into the creative law, the creative process of love and law. So with faith and confidence, knowing its work is already done for each one of us, and so it is. So it is. Amen. All right. Let the games begin. All right, con conversation implies participation, right? And there's only one of me, so I'm going to need your help. I'm going to need you to stand up if you feel comfortable doing so. Stretch on out, there's plenty of room. Establish some space around yourself. Celebration, lift your voice and sing your part. Make this affirmation. Your spirit made us family, loving hearts to share. And together we are joyfully practicing the possible to pray. As that goes. Sing your bar, make this affirmation. 
to get your morning started. <laughs> so let me hear it one more time. Are you guys believers? Yes. yes. All right. Good morning. I'm Lucinda Alton, prayer practitioner and minister in training here at Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. We are an interfaith community that teaches universal principles and practical spirituality. I want to welcome you to our community and home to the guidance of your own mystic heart. Don't be afraid. Well, we've done that. Get up and dance. Now, when we do this vision of a love-soaked world, I want you guys to think about this. A lot of times, the way the world gets sometimes, we start going, but I can't do anything. What can I do? You can do this. So as we're doing this, really, really let the words sink in. Let yourself know what they mean. Okay? Just really, really let my words speak for you and to you. So I invite you to remain standing or in some way get your whole body involved in our vision of a love-soaked world. Take a moment to find the presence of God in your body. The life energy moving through. The love energy filling you up. Hands and arms coming alive. Feet and legs feeling the energy coming up from the earth. Feeling the heart center expand. Embodying our divine connection, we join in sacred ritual. Feel the power of creation moving through you as together we hold our vision of a love-soaked world where all humans are embodying and living from peace joy, abundance, generosity, justice, and freedom as the living principles that guide our lives. Where all humans practice loving kindness and compassion, humoring and caring for one another and for our beautiful planet as the sacred home that it is. Here, we are creating a world where all needs are met. Where all beings have plenty of nourishing food. The safety of a warm, comfortable home. Medical care. Education. Healthy relationships. Right livelihood. creative contribution, and a sense of belonging. A world in which all beings are valued and respected for their inherent goodness and light. A world where not only
where we are, the peace we cultivate shows up as a world free of hatred or violence. We are creating a world that knows no greed, where there's an abundance is having enough, where every being deserves and receives all that is needed for a full and rich, contented life. In this new world of our creation, every person is a caring and conscious vessel through which goodness flows. By the power of our collective intention, our collective intention, we craft a new template, a new way of living on the earth. We will not lower our vision. No matter what the appearance, knowing with our whole hearts that such a world is not only possible, but inevitable. Think about that, inevitable. We align our actions to support and nurture its gra graceful unfolding. With complete and <coughs> joyful expectancy that it is moving into form and experience right here and right now, we give thanks. We let it be. And together we say, and so it is. Amen. So let's take a deep breath. Deep breathe in. And let it go. Feel the shift in the room. In your body. In your heart. When you're ready. Let your eyes open and notice who's sharing this space with you this morning. So let me set a little bit of a context for our conscious conversations. Our theme this month is pilgrimage, a journey of transformation. We know that as we move through our lives, we experience more ease and a greater sense of peace when we leave certain things behind. And we change our definition of other things. This is growth, it's an ongoing process. During the Teze this morning, we talked about a pilgrimage to the heart and what we might be looking for on such a journey. We talked about how we tend to base our definition for love on the descriptions we get from the songs we listen to the movies we watch, the books we read, and so on. And we talked about the First Corinthians description of love. We talked about how at the beginning of our pilgrimage, we have no idea which direction to take in order to find our destination. 
we talked about our changing definition of what love means in our lives. And we talked about how sometimes we need to stop and release some old stuff before we can continue our pilgrimage. So, a pilgrimage to the heart. What might we be looking for if we're going to do a journey, a pilgrimage to the heart? No ideas? Comfort. Comfort. Love. Anything else? Love. Love. Anything else that wants to be said? Respect. I'm sorry? Renewal. Renewal. Good. Respect. Respect. Awesome. Good. Okay. Craig Hamilton says that we humans are born with everything we need pre-installed. I don't know about you guys, but I don't seem to have come with an operations manual. <laughs> but I take that to mean that I have all of my answers already. I just need to find a way to hear the answers. There's an old Eastern story about the creation of mankind. It seems that God and the angels had created a world filled with many gifts for men to discover. And when there was just one gift left to hide, the angels went to God and said, where should we hide love? If we make it too easy, we're afraid that mankind won't value it as the truly wonderful gift that it is. And God said, hide it in his heart. He'll never find it there. <laughs> so here we are getting ready to go on a pilgrimage to find love, but we don't even have a clue where to start. These days, most people automatically turn to the internet for answers. So we do an, inter we do an online search, and what do you think we get? Or should I ask you? <laughs> Too many answers. Too many answers. We get a bunch of dating sites and a bunch of <laughs> and a bunch of articles on how to change ourselves in order to be more attractive to to, lo to the love of others. And the advertisements about such things. And the advertisements about such things. Yes, lots of advertisements. We go to our friends and get recommendations for some great nightclubs to go to. So we've gotten a bunch of recommendations as to where to start, but none of them sound any better than the others. Dalton. Make sure I didn't knock anything out of tune here during that rather rambunctious opening. Sure enough, I see you there. And because it's all very, all very delicately themed this morning, 
Here's a song about that. Bars and good time lovers, never true. Playing a fool's game, hoping to win. Telling those sweet, sweet lies, losing again. Well, I was looking for love in all the wrong places, looking for love in too many faces, searching. Traces of what I'm dreaming of Hoping to find a friend and a lover I bless the day I discover another heart Looking for love I was alone and no love in sight I could do get me through the night. Don't know where it started or where it might end. Turn to a stranger, just like a friend. Cause I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for love in too many faces. So, how many of you guys went through that same kind of search? Am I the only one? <laughs> After a while, though, 
that part of the journey hasn't been so successful. And we start realizing that it's just not filling us, it's not doing it for us. I'm not saying that there aren't some people who find so something lasting in that way. But for the most part, love still eludes us. Maybe it's time to define love. <coughs> so, what is love and what are some of the forms that it takes? Honesty. Honesty. And givingness. Givingness. Caring. 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 Okay. Caring for who? Yourself first. Great. Yourself first. Okay. About love of God. Love of God. About forgiveness. Forgiveness. Communication. Communication. Yes, very important. I like boundaries. <laughs> boundaries. Those can be very loving, can't they? Commitment. Commitment. And then there are things like maybe love of our fellow man. What does love feel like? So when you're feeling love, how does that feel and how do you act? Giving. Hmm? Giving. Giving. Yes. Confident. Confident. Absolutely, we need that, don't we? Anyone else? We sometimes feel giddy. Yes, we sometimes feel giddy. Full of joy. Filled with joy. And maybe we feel this need to have an unselfish um, view of service for other people. This might be a good time to just express deep love for the people who come in to be of service each Sunday. Thank you, Sandy. <laughs> and our cleaning fairies and everyone else. So there are many kinds of love that we can feel. One's no important than the other. We need them all. And as we grow older, we come to realize that we're not getting a lot of that or enough of that out in the world. So how do we give and receive love? Aside from the hearts and the flowers and the candies and that. By caring for one another. By caring for one another. Deep listening. Deep listening. Awesome. By your actions. By your actions, yes. By your communication. Communication. Yeah, you guys and I cannot express the importance of communication. That comes up in so many different ways, and it is. Top of the list. Any other ways? Reciprocity. I know. How? Huh? Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Awesome. I don't know about any of you, but how about every once in a while my husband slips in and does the dishes when I'm not looking. 
That's always a nice one. Acts of kindness. Acts of kindness, yes. Is that random? Random acts of kindness as the moment presents itself. As the moment presents itself, yes. And then maybe sometimes paying it forward. So somebody needs something and you say, okay, I'll do this for you. And then tell them that they can do that for someone else. Sending it out. Anything else? Okay. According to Ernest Holmes, love is the self-givingness of the spirit through the desire of life to express itself in terms of creation. He also states, love is within us. It cannot be destroyed. It cannot be ignored. To the extent that we abandon love, we will feel it has abandoned us. Denying love is our only problem. And embracing love is the only answer. Through the power of love, we can let go of the past history and begin again. Love heals, forgives, and makes whole. So where do you think the best place to look for love is? I mean, we've come to that point in the journey where we know that what's out there is probably not going to be everything we need. Where are we going to go next? Within. Within. To our own hearts. To the source. To the source. Yes. To the ground of our very being. To the ground of our very being. Love lives here. Well, <laughs> <was> close. <laughs> so if love is within us, what do you think we should do on the next part of our pilgrimage? How do we get there? There has to be space for the love to express itself. Three? Space. Space, space yes. for love to express itself. We have to free space for love to express itself. We can do that through meditation, contemplation, reflection. Yes. Anything else? Getting rid of the beliefs of what we thought love was. Hmm? Getting rid of the beliefs that of what we thought love was. We were, we're all Getting rid of our beliefs on what we thought love was? Yes. Expectations. <laughs> Expectations. So if we raise our expectations, do you think that that would do it? No. Not necessarily. <laughs> so probably the best way would be, as Chris said, do your spiritual practices. Take a class. Sit in meditation. Do a meditation like we, we did a little bit earlier where you just sit there and you feel the love that's already in your heart. So really, once you get here, you realize you don't have to go looking anywhere else. It's there. Everything that you need, bowing to Craig, actually is already there. And I'm so grateful for that. In her book, Love's Longing, 
Donna Goddard, Donna Goddard states, somewhere along the line there develops within the soul a yearning that can no longer be ignored, a craving for the great love affair. We feel it drawing ever closer. It is the greatest of them all. It cannot fail. It is all-consuming. It is incomparable. It is the love affair with our own true nature and the source from which it comes. The desire is in all of us, but more often than not, it is ignored for other interests. But we wouldn't do that, right? Because we never let anything else distract us. I can't raise my hand to that. We wrestle with each in, uh, interest, trying to make it work, growing with each adventure until the light has grown bright enough for us to reach it. So we're not trying to say here that, you know, sitting inside in contemplation and uh, feeling the love within your heart is the only thing that goes on in life. What other interests might come up? Self-interests. Self-interests. I got to make a living. I don't have time for this. These people are coming over and I have to spend all day cooking. I don't have time to sit down and meditate. Does any of that sound familiar? Yet, how long does it really take to sit down and put ourselves in that meditative state and relax and allow the, allow the love to flow through us and know that God is always there? God flows in and through each and every one of us. God also flows through in, in and through each and every person with whom we come in contact. And it's easy to forget that. But we can let that kind of thing, needing to meet other people's expectations, Sometimes make us forget. Sometimes it's meeting our own egoic expectations. Meeting our own egoic expectations. Does anyone else have anything they need to say about that? Yeah, what are some of the ways you yourselves do it? Oh, I was going to say that's almost worse sometimes. Our own expectations of ourselves. Yes. Like the ego boost our own expectations of ourselves. We have to be perfect. We have to love others before ourselves. How many times have we heard that? Is it true? Because I would say no. If I don't love myself, I don't know about you guys, but if I'm not feeling loving toward myself, I've found that I don't really act that loving toward others. I don't know, am I the only one who has that experience? No. 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 <laughs> it's a heart and discontent that's the problem. The yes. Tension. And with that right, martyrdom, martyrdom mm -hmm. right, we have a bad, almost a negative attitude in serving others when we do, if we're putting our, not putting ourselves first. We don't realize we're yeah. carrying that with us. 
Yes. But you almost with an expectation, like Michael said, like you kind of might expect something in return. I did all of this. Do this for you. Yeah, right? Yeah. You do somebody something for somebody and you expect them to do it for yourself. You expect them to give back to you. Mm -hmm. That's not very unconditional, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but when I sink inside myself, when I feel that love and I know that God is flowing through me, loving me, God has no expectations. I don't have to do anything earn that love. Well, I just that, have to be. And that's that reciprocity. If we're giving out and we know that we're inherently always receiving. Yes, we yeah. give because we know we're always receiving. We don't question it. And one of the experiences that I had on my journey is I forgot love. I don't know if you guys have ever forgotten about this, thought about that, but I forgot that God's always there. And so when I finally remembered that, it was like, wow. That's when I started my own personal pilgrimage home. But it's going to be different for each and every person. So, has anyone else ever had this discovery that God's always been there? It wasn't God that was God, it was me. Maybe sometimes we don't recognize it's God in service to us, and we claim that. Maybe that sometimes it's we don't. Own, yes. Of our own volition or power. Right. And we don't recognize where that came from and how it came to be. Right. We don't recognize that it's God. We think it's all us. Yes. And so we've come full circle. We started our pilgrimage to the heart with no real idea where to go, where to start. It's been a long journey to basically come back to where we started. I used a quotation from Buddha earlier, but it fits so well that I wanted to use it for this service as well. You can search throughout the entire universe for someone who is more deserving of your love and affection that you are yourself, then you are yourself, and that person is not to be found anywhere. You yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserve your own love and affection. So coming to a close today, taking a deep breath, going within and feeling that love. That love of God, that love of source that lives within me and within each and every person I meet. I am deeply grateful. I'm grateful for the capability that God has given me to feel love, not only for my husband in many different ways, but for the earth, for all of the people who live on the earth, for each and every person here today.
for this place and I know that I am loved. I know that each one here is loved. I don't question that. I'm deeply grateful for Reverend Diana and Chris and I love them for bringing us here. And Dalton for his beautiful music. And so I just stand here now and I say thank you, Father, Mother, God. And so it is. Amen. Okay. Song is the offertory. Okay. So each Sunday we invite you to join in the celebration of the work we are doing in the world by sharing of your financial goods should you choose to do so. We also have a gracious giving program for those who would like to make a heartfelt monthly commitment of support so that we can more effectively plan for our growth. You can find out more information on our website or you can talk to me. As we move into this time of giving, Please hold these words close to your heart and know how much we appreciate your gifts. As I awaken to the God within me and all around me, I see abundance everywhere I look. I consciously step into this flow of abundance by this act of giving. I offer this gift of love freely in the spirit of love blessing, and sending it forth to heal and prosper. It is evidence of my deep faith. It does good work in the world and blesses all of creation. I give from a consciousness of abundance. And so it is.
for all of you, for your gifts, in whatever form they've taken. And you can trust that we are sharing these gifts beyond, with and beyond this community to bring good and to fulfill our vision of a love-soaked world. So I honor each one of you, and I thank you, and so it is. And so it is. Amen. Amen.